I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of the How To Do Marketing Academy, as well as small business marketing agency, Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's my mission to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally-based small business in Australia. Why? Because I know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. Before I introduce today's guest, I want to let you know about a little something that I have put together for you. If you've listened to this podcast for a while or have read any of our content, then you will know that we are all about ensuring that small business owners know how to get the biggest bang for their marketing buck. We want to share how you can be efficient with your marketing spend while still ensuring the best possible high impact outcomes. In fact, we live and breathe the creation of high impact marketing outcomes that have been generated from a small budget. I started actually writing a list the other day of all the things that we do to achieve this, and I actually really easily came up with 50 of them. So I'm going to share these all with you in the hope that you can use this as a bit of inspo as you're putting together your marketing plans for your next marketing activity period. Now to introduce my guest. I've known Stewie Clark, founder and director of Dunn Coffee Company for years. We've worked together across a couple of projects and recently I had the great pleasure of working with him and his colleague, Andrew Sinclair, to develop a marketing strategy and plan for their coffee business. While Dunn Coffee has been supplying cafes throughout the mid-north coast for years, they've now just reached a point where they want to start building the retail side of their business. So they have a website and they were already using this to sell coffee beans and other products to retail customers throughout Australia. However, it's just kind of been ticking along. And of course, they wanted more than that. So now, while these guys have been in in business for a good many years, they've of course been doing some marketing. So they've had, you know, a couple of social channels and some great merchandise that a really good job of their merchandise. They've obviously got a website, they do some events and their business model was typically business to business. But now they're actually entering the world of business to consumer. And this is a whole different kettle of fish. So they decided it was time to put a plan into place as to just how they would approach their marketing moving forward from this point. And so in this episode, I chat to Stewie about how he felt about how this planning process would help guide the team's marketing efforts for the next 12 months. So come and meet Stewie from Dunn Coffee. Hi, Stewie, and welcome to the How To Do Marketing Show. Hi, Jane. (laughs) How To Do Marketing. Uh, I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning. You are learning and um, you're in good hands. Um, Love working with you. You've got such an amazing energy. So I can't wait to have this conversation with you about your marketing and your marketing experience and your marketing journey. But before we do, before we get into that, I just want to be able to properly set the scene with everybody so that they understand, you know, more about you and more about your business. So you can, can you tell us about Dunn Coffee, Stu? Uh, Dunn Coffee sort of, uh, it accidentally happens, you could say. Um, I've been working in hospitality uh, since I was 17 and um, started scrubbing pots and that sort of thing and then travelled and, yeah, went all over the world doing Having lots of fun and worked at great places across Australia on the Sundays and the snow and in New Zealand and, and whatever. But uh, basically it came down to I was um, teaching at TAFE, teaching hospitality at TAFE for nearly 12 years and um, that we were setting up espresso coffee. This is uh, about 99, 1999. It's 
espresso coffee was sort of just starting to uh, kick off a little bit. Uh, like it was always been there in the industry and, you know, I made coffees for 12 years before I even did any of the training and I made, reckon I made it really badly for the first 12 years. <laughs> but, um, but the uh, yeah, that, that kind of evolved. So we set up one of the first um, training um, academies at the TAFE um at the time and um then people one of the company that was working with us said that um look we're starting to pick up accounts of what you're doing up there um would you want to be a distributor so that's how done coffee for sort of started so i started to build relationships with the industry um by training people um quite a few people in town and um yeah just grew from there uh then um went out on my own doing all my own coffee and working with a great roasting team and, uh, yeah, working with a company called Biopack, which is uh, one of the only, if not the only, um, fully certified commercially compostable and home compostable packaging company in the country. Um, and um, both companies that we work with are totally transparent and that flows into what we want to do as well. So uh, we also do like primarily a coffee and packaging distribution company. Um, and there goes my phone. Sorry. Um, <laughs> So we may we basically do that, but uh, the the business um, side of stuff is is, is the training. So it, it kind of everything that we do is based on trying to get um, businesses ready or their staff up to speed for crazy times that we got coming up. You know, um, and that's been the basis of the whole business and support. Um, we also do. The, the guys that I've had working with me over the years, we've done quite a bit of consulting um, and our team at the moment is pretty red hot at that as well in not just coffee but business as well. Um, yeah. So everyone that's worked with us over the last it's 18 years um, has been able to uh, provide our customers and, you know, other businesses in the region um, some really great support and ideas and, you know, we learn as much as um, off businesses as they learn off us. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to say where where the smell. If I'm, I always say, if I'm the smartest bloke in the room, I'm in the wrong room. So um, we want to learn from everybody, but then implement some strategies to help them grow as well. Yeah. Then uh, we do a lot of. Um, well, we used to do a lot of events as well, but yeah. the last couple of years that's been um, put to the wayside. But yeah. uh, look, if uh, a lot of the stuff we learn in our events is uh, implemented straight into our customers workflows and that sort of thing as well so yeah, yeah. we've done a bit for up to twenty five thousand people so bit of yeah fun. wow that's massive so so your end customer is or it has been traditionally to date is the is cafes a cafe so yeah. you supply so you started out in training um and you were training baristas and that that kind of thing and then you got into actually supplying the coffee um, and through that, then you supply that that training service and that consulting services to cafes, mostly within the the mid north coast. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, and and then you're also providing that that biopack, some of the complementary products to 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 coffee, um, which is a pretty fun and awesome industry to be in. But now you're actually looking at the retail side as well and branching into. To the retail side, is that that is that right? Yeah. So what we we uh, set up a website a few years ago, and you know, it, again, you know, a lot of small businesses are quite cash strapped. So you're going right. I oh, will. What can we invest in the time? And and our, my idea was, well, okay, if if what we sell online is able to cover the cost of our website, well, yep. job done. So now we're doing a lot more um, online sales, especially through the COVID period. Um, because we wanted to promote being a contactless um, delivery, yeah. uh, be COVID safe. Um, so we really pushed that quite hard um, to ensure that, you know, we could still provide our, our products um, all around the country, yeah. uh, but in a safe way as well. So, um, yeah, the retail side is a, is a big thing that we, we're, we're looking at, you know, increasing on in the future, and that's where our conversation with you started. Yes, yes, exactly. So, 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 when did you say that Dunn officially started? So, how long has the business been? Uh, August two thousand and four. Two 
2004, so we're 21, so let's call it like 16, Seven, yeah, 16, seven, 16 17 years. Yeah, that's I, mean, I, I was never good at maths. No, yeah. me neither, Stewie. Um, but it's an incredibly successful business based here on the Mid-North Coast in, in regional New South Wales. And you have been doing some marketing along the way. You've got merch, as you said. You've, you know, set up a, a um, website. You do a lot of events, which is a great touch point, particularly when you're doing those large events um, where, you know, where there are the, the 25,000 people or, or whatever. So there's certainly certainly been some marketing. You've had some social media You've, you've been doing marketing along the way. The, the business has grown organically because it's a good business and, as you say, you know, the training and the consulting and the customer service is exemplary. So, so you know, people talk about you and, it, and it's built organically. But just recently you did come to me to, to get some help with uh, putting together a, a marketing plan for the business. So, can you talk us through, you know, you've been doing really well, the business has grown, you've been doing bits and pieces of marketing. What are some of the factors that led you to come and seek out some additional help with your marketing? Well, our, our, um, people used to ask well, all the years have said, oh, so what's your marketing plan? I go, oh, just turn up and get it done. That's the best marketing plan we've ever had it, you know, just turn up. Yeah. So, um Rather than uh, we, we kind of probably went a bit different to other businesses where uh, we we just said look we just got to get there and that's going to that's going to market our business better than anything so word of mouth yeah. uh, but for the the basically it's the direction we needed some direction on how to funnel some more um, more contacts through our uh, website or through our online store yeah. uh, getting more inquiries um, for our wholesale business as well yeah. uh, trying to that so it's just again it's at the base of the businesses you know uh, we want to have uh, I've always based my business on action um, service great products and transparency you know that's is, is what I've always based it on but you know that we need to get that story out a little bit more and that's where that marketing comes in um, and yeah just some direction we needed some direction um, that's not my that's not my forte. So I was going, like, well, how, how do we do it? What's the best way to do it? Is it Facebook? Is it, yeah. you know, is it letterbox drops? What is it that's going to be the best way for us to get our, our information out there? Yeah, yeah. And that's where we, we, we engaged you. Yeah. So so fair to say, like, you, you kind of reached where you were going to reach with your own, I guess, skill set and being able to kind of work out what, what you could do in the marketing front because a lot of things... Um, like posting on Facebook or putting together mail drop, a letterbox drop, it's, it's not hard to be able to do that. But but where it can get frustrating is doing it and then not understanding whether that was actually a good decision or, you know, whether that actually worked or whether that was actually helping you, you know, achieve a, a business goal. Yeah, we, we want to we measure it, you know. We want it wants to be able to, um, if we're going to do something, you go, right, oh, well, we want to, see what the the, the outcome is yeah. uh, um, you know you can see that as, as sales but you might have a big boost really quick from a promotion then it drops off where we're I'm looking more of a consistent yes. you know we want we want return custom um, yeah. you know it's that's a that's a big thing that we work really hard on is yeah. um, keeping keeping our customers happy and you know yeah. if there's you know, little bits and bobs that change or, or um, ideas that we have with promotions we run. Okay, we pick up a customer. Then we go, well, why haven't they stayed with us? Is it, you know, was it a price factor? Was it a time factor? Was it a service factor or was yeah. it a product factor? So, you know, just being able to look at, you know, get some yeah. more information. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. No, I love it. And you also, too, you had pre predominantly worked in that B2B space where you're kind of working with cafes, um, and it's a it's a different beast, you know. It's a it's a it's a, a, a bigger business. It's a, like it's a bigger transaction, I guess. It's a bigger relationship. Um, and then the the customer side, the retail side, is you know far more transactions. And even though relationships are really important, it's not as much of a relationship as say, for example, when you're working with a cafe and you're dropping off coffee once a week, you know, taking coffee orders and servicing machines and you know, looking after their staff and all of that sort of stuff, whereas a retail customer could just be, you know, a bag of coffee that they're buying every yep. every three weeks. So it's a really different beast. 
you need more retail sales, you know, than you do to go and successfully convert a cafe to, to become one of your, your clients. So it's, it's a different, different approach. So wanting to kind of get that story out and get your brand out. And plus, it kind of t- t- took it from being just on the mid-north coast to being a product um, that could be sold all throughout Australia. So yeah, yeah. not only is done now like a, a mid, a, you know, a, a brand that the mid-north coast can be proud of, done can now be a brand that sits Australia-wide. Like, the, it, you know, it's, it, there's, there's so much opportunity there for it. Yeah, it is. Um, but with that as well, there's so much competition as well. That's right. Uh, like the competition now, especially uh, with coffee companies with Sydney and Melbourne being locked down for yes. so long. Yeah. You know, these these companies have got way bigger budgets than we have. Um, they start to hit regional areas and start to try and pick off some accounts um, by offering all the bells and whistles. But uh, the big thing that we always we tend to say is that, okay, well, you can get all this gear, but what happens when it breaks down? You know, how long is it going to take for someone to be there? Mm. Um, and, and a prime example is that we just picked up a new cafe in Melbourne, um, uh, meet us at uh, Mary's in yep. Geelong. Uh, it's a brand new one we picked up. Awesome. Uh, although they've opened, but they've been planning it through COVID. Um, and we couldn't get to Geelong to do that. So we, we've got another customer down there. It's a really good mate of mine. He helped them set up their cafe um on behalf of us and he he's got his own event company as well so what we're looking is trying to have people in different areas which then we support but then they can support us as well so it's a it goes both ways yeah 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 Yeah. push yeah that's awesome oh how exciting that you're now um in in different states as well that's awesome so, so you worked with us. We put together a, a strategic marketing plan, which kind of catered for the B two B business and the and the B two C business. So, the business to business and the business to consumer. So, you've got that marketing plan, which outlines your your key marketing priorities, your target audience segments, your brand positioning, and it's got that roadmap that you sought. So, that's got that that direction in terms of. Here's, you know, to match those those priorities and the target audience and positioning, et cetera, here's the roadmap of what the next 12 months of activity needs to look like. Before you did this process, before you kind of actually came and, and um, I guess, went on the journey of getting a marketing plan done, did you have any hesitations about investing in the marketing plan process to achieve your, your business growth? Yeah, I did because I didn't know, well, I didn't know how much it was going to cost yeah. for one. And then I, I was looking at, okay, you know, what's the, it, it's a bit of an unknown for me. I'll be more of a, okay, a tangible sort of a guy that you pick something up and go, you put that there and okay, well, that that job's done. So I, it, the marketing side of stuff is sort of a, in my, in my simple mind that I, I didn't know how, what the return on investment would be. Yeah. Be one, um, and how long it's going to take to achieve those results. Yeah. Um, you know, if I, if I make a coffee, someone walks away and goes, oh, that was really nice. That was an instant achievement. Where the marketing side of stuff, I'm like, oh, God, I don't, I've got no idea. Yeah. Um, also, the, the social media, you know, a lot of it's social media driven at the moment. Um, yeah. Like we, we do a lot of posts and, and we try and do as much as we can, especially now we've got the plan, but it's, it's directing and, the wording we use to try and, you know, drag more people in. Yeah. Uh, but we still want to be authentic. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd have the business basically, I built the business on, you know, the reputation um, by action and your great processes and, you know, basically then we we test it and make sure it works yeah. before we start doing marketing. And a prime example of that, of that was I helped some friends obviously set up a cafe and they were amazing at marketing. Yeah. But they were shit at washing up. <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, I'm real great. You guys have got thousands in the first day you've opened. You've got thousands of likes and followers and that sort of thing. And I said, why don't you take a photo of the sink? And they go, what do you mean? And I said, well, take a photo of that shitty sink, you know, and show them people reality because that's what people see when they come to your cafe. So I built my business probably the other way. Um, where I wanted to make sure that my business was dialed and then I can, and the processes 
change before then I go, right, oh, this is what we do, you know, rather than saying, this is what we do, yes. but we're not good at it. So yes. I wanted to come at a different, I don't know. I, I, That's such a good point, Stewie. It is such a good point. And I tell you what, I am quite partial to dropping the old line of you can't polish a turd, you know, <laughs> so you, you will be found out eventually. I, I just love that story. And particularly, yeah, all the bright, shiny things and all the beautiful curated Instagram feed in the world, you know, at the end of the day, you're in business. So you're ideally wanting all of those beautiful Instagram followers to at some point come and buy from you. And if you're if you're bricks and mortar, yeah, you that shit fight sitting there in the sink. The and fight, like, that's right. Then they're not coming back and you've just spent all that time and all that money driving them to an experience which is completely suboptimal. If your product or your service is, is not in demand, if it's not good, if it's not competitive, you know, just don't even bother spending the money on marketing because you will be found out. Yeah, it just it was just... I'd... I don't know, that really highlighted how powerful, you know, the social media was. And uh, I said, well, okay, great, you've got 2000 I said, well, we've got 300 bucks in the till today. We need to convert. If I get $2 for every like, yeah. then that proves to me that your marketing works. Yes. You know, yeah. so it's sort of probably a different way that we've gone about it. Or yeah, no, that's a good way. That's all I've ever known, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. How to do that is, is try yeah. and provide. Yeah. And, and and we find too when we work with businesses, the, the, the businesses that we have the most success with are those businesses that have exactly like yours, they've grown and they're, they're really viable businesses because they've grown organically, they've grown on word of mouth because they are good at what they do. You know, they have a good product, they have a good service, they have a good team, customer service, whatever it, 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 it takes to be, you know, good best practice in their industry but at some point that kind of gets to a it reaches a limit and it stagnates and when you want to go the next step it's like okay well let's take what this really really good business is and just tell more people about it yeah that's where the marketing plan and strategy can really help to show you know give you some direction as to okay who do we who do we now go out to? You know, who do we tell about and what do we tell them and how do we tell them? Exactly. You know, what's the best way to do it? Yeah, know? that's right. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So as part of that marketing strategy, Stewie, we conducted some con customer conversations and we, we looked at both markets for you, the cafe market as well as the consumer market. How did you feel that this insight added to the marketing planning process? Um, yeah, it's, it showed us what we need to work on. Um, and one of the things that blew me away was that we got uh, one of the customers that mentioned that we needed to, you go like 200 Ks an hour, pull it back a notch, you know? And I'm like, ah, oh, righto. Okay. Um, instead of going, righto, we're going to fix this and we're going to nail it. And sometimes it's, that was something that really stuck out to me. So it's, it's, Possibly a, a positive, but also it could be seen as a negative as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, it showed what we we're, were good at, um, yeah. um, you know, with the, the customer service and, you know, personalised and, you know, great products. And probably the, the big thing is, um, you know, what what our customers want is, okay, th there's you know, 3,000 coffee companies in the country now, and but, you know, they, they, they're really after that support. Yeah. Um, and, and actually a company that will work for them and, and with them to try and get more money in their pocket, um, yeah. not just say, well, here's a box of product and off you go. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's about that support. So if their machine does go down, um, how quick can we be there? Um, and, and that's what we've found. You know, if we, if we look at, uh, you know, businesses that go down with their machine, we can have them trading again in under an hour. Yeah. You know? And so they're not losing a day's trade. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, it's what we needed to work on. Probably, um, yeah, a big thing is price. Uh, yeah. But at the moment, you know, that's freight costs worldwide have gone through the roof. Um, you know, there's little supply shortages here and there. Uh, we're working really hard with our suppliers to make sure that there's minimal disruption. Yeah. But um, with, with the price that people pay something with us, it's probably going to be a little bit more expensive, but you've got that backup and support yeah. as well. So, 
it depends where we're looking for um, people that are uh, to work with us that are very similar minded. Okay, it's yeah. value for money sort of yeah. thing. So yeah. that's what that's what highlighted. I think that you know, bang for buck, we do okay. Yeah. You know? Oh God, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's you know certainly for me as an outsider looking in and reviewing that feedback and being able to kind of. Uh, read between the lines and use that insight to be able to inform the marketing strategy and the marketing plan and the messaging and that sort of thing. You know, what became really apparent, like you guys, when we had that initial um, planning session, you guys kept talking about your customer service and your customer service is second to that. Da, 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 da. The thing is, is that everybody believes they have this amazing customer service. Do you know what I mean? Like you ask any business owner and the majority of them will say, well, what sets us apart is the customer service. Yeah. But yeah. what became really apparent with you guys is when I spoke to, because I did a lot of the, the, the research, obviously, um, is when I actually spoke to both markets, both the cafe market and the consumer market, the customer service was 100% where your loyalty where the loyalty lay from your from your customers like you genuinely rocked that that customer service and it was causing massive loyalty um and it was something that you can use to inform okay as you said this market is incredibly competitive both on the retail side as well as the cafe side what can we do to make sure that we can position ourselves, you know, in a way that stands out from that noise? You know, what can we do to make sure that that customers do stay with us? Because it costs us a lot of money if we have a high turnover, turnover yeah. of customers. Yeah. So, you know, what are the things that we can do as a business to, 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 you know, retain customers? And you guys are retaining customers. And so that it doesn't come down to price. Like price will always be something that someone's got to consider at some point. But if the value outweighs that price, you know, if they can see that they're actually getting something that surpasses the convenience of paying a little less money, you know, you don't need to worry about the price because they're not there for the price, which is what you you guys had expressed from the beginning. We don't want this to be a commodity. We don't want our transaction to be based on price. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the prime example, I just wanted to have a business that was like a Toyota Hilux. So just, okay, it's expensive to buy to start off with, but it's going to get you everywhere and it's going to be worth something at the end of the day. Yeah. Very, very simple. Like you can go and buy any other product out there that, you know, you're going to pay a lot less for, but it's not worth anything at the end of the day. So even our, our service might cost a little bit more, but what you're going to have is more money in your pocket. So it's going to be worth something at the end of the day. So, and that's a, and that's a big, big part of... Um, yeah, the, the crew we've got now, um, you know, with the, these guys are way smarter than I am and can, can put things a different way that we're able to present, um, you know, people are looking at dollars, we can we can present a, a story in a spreadsheet saying, right, oh, you work with these guys, you work with us or you work with someone else. Yeah. This is where you're going to end up if you work yeah. with us and it, and it goes okay. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing too that has been entrenched within your kind of marketing strategy and, and plan is that need to build brand because you have a strong brand with your existing, you know, um, cafe customers in order to, to differentiate yourself, to, to create some disruption in, in the very competitive market that it is, building that done brand because you guys have an incredible culture um, and you have an incredible brand that you have created now it's just actually taking that brand and bringing that to life so that people can choose. You know, we, we're, based, we're based on the mid-north coast. You guys are so relaxed. You know, you're so friendly. That's, you know, it's beach, it's beach life, it's, you know, camping, it's outdoors. You know, it's a really, really gorgeous brand to, to want to kind of align yourself with. And it's not necessarily the branding that the other co coffee companies have really created. So, so you've got that advantage there as well. Again, it's just a matter of telling that story. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's the hard part. To, to, to say, oh, we've got a brand, it's, it's, it's really weird. You think of a brand, you think of Nike, Coke, whatever. But, uh, you know, our little brand is, right, let's surf more. If we do it right, we can surf more. And let's that's a brand that a lot of people are going <laughs> to love. Absolutely. Hey, just interrupting this episode to remind you that if you're looking for some marketing inspiration that you can use to create high impact marketing outcomes 
on a small budget, be sure to head on over to the How To Do Marketing website and download our 50 marketing activities to create high impact marketing on a small budget. It really is quite a simple process. Simply type in howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash 50 things, the word 50, 50 things. Provide your name and email address and it will be sent straight to your inbox for you to download. Now, there are things on this list that you can literally start implementing tomorrow. So while we are all about strategy and thinking things through, we know that there's always an appetite for low-cost, quick wins. Just like point number seven, to increase the number of people seeing your social media content each week, be sure to post when your community are online. We definitely notice a massive difference in reach between content that has been posted at a complete dud time of day versus the content that has been posted at peak user times. This is particularly the case with Instagram. Or take point number 21. Leverage your email database by regularly emailing previous existing and even prospective customers. Across so many industries, it's email marketing that generates sales. In fact, did you know that in some cases, email has an average return on investment of $38 for each dollar spent? So that's just two points. This list is abundant with easy to implement marketing ideas for your small business. So what are you waiting for? Head to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash 50 things and hit the download button, baby. Now let's get stuck back into this episode. So what are some of the aha moments or realisations that dropped out of the the strategic planning process? Yeah, it was like it's the the, the things that I used to steer clear of. I remember you were chatting about um, umbrellas and and barriers and that sort of thing. Um, In in the past, that was a big thing a lot of coffee companies did. They threw out a lot of merchandise to a lot of businesses and a lot of the businesses based their choice of a coffee company over, well, how many umbrellas are we going to get or how many barriers are we going to get? And what I've sort of probably gone against the grain is, well, I won't go to a business um, that's, you know, got one brand out the front because that same brand I had a shit experience somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So no matter how good a brand is or how bad it is, it's, it's always going to be um, sort of uh, tarred by that that major brand. So what yeah, we've tried to do is, um, yeah, like we, we want to do it subtly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've always tried to do it subtly and that's why we've had like our brand on our coffee bags quite small so we then if somebody wants to do a custom bag or put stickers on their bag it's about the customer so and that's uh, a cafe customer you're talking about yeah, a customer or you know we can people say oh can we call the coffee this i said you can call it rumpelstiltskin i don't care what you call it <laughs> you know, like, you know that's the that's the thing but yeah, the big thing it was um just be flexible the aha moment is okay well we are quite flexible with the customer. We can collaborate in branding or whatever. Um, and we've even looked at, you know, A-frame signs and bits and bobs of how we can work with individual customers. Yeah. Uh, um, and, again, it's just stay true to our values. That was, the, that was the thing that we wanted to do. We didn't want to, um, you know, go down a road saying we're all this when we're, we, we can't do that. So, yes. Yes. But yeah. if it means that we can help customers get you know, help build their brand. It also helps our brand if we collaborate with them. And that's probably the biggest thing, that collaborate, the big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the the piece around the umbrellas, because, yeah, your thinking was because you'd worked with these cafes for so long and you had so generously gone, do you know what? This is not about the done coffee brand, you know, that, that that's all around your cafe, that surrounds your cafe. If you're going to put umbrellas up and if you're going to put, you know, guards up and you know, the, the barriers, as you call them, that kind of sit around the tables at, at, at cafes, put your brand on there. You know, make the, the, the cafe the hero here. Yeah. And what I guess my commentary or, or, or I guess the thinking there was, was which is all good, but now we're a retail brand. Done is a retail brand. 
And I know personally, as a coffee drinker, the way I've learned about retail brands, about coffee brands, is by seeing them on umbrellas and barriers throughout cafes in Australia. And Campos was the one that I just kept coming back to, all yeah. press. Because I see it everywhere. So so marketing is obviously a game of touch points, particularly when we're trying to raise awareness of a brand. So when we're taking it from the business customer to, to the retail customer, all of a sudden we need to increase the touch points and the brand. And because you guys, you know, like, yes, you can't control every barista and every experience that people have at a cafe, but the majority of, of your brand and the work you do and the service that you provide provides a good experience. So you're just hoping, you know, and, and I'd say you're working towards the fact that most people will have a good experience with the Dunn coffee brand. So it's about getting that, again, just amplifying the visibility of that and putting that on umbrellas and now putting that umbrellas and the A-frames and the barriers, which you'd get just gone, ah, oh, yeah, I guess because I'm thinking of the, the business to business, I'm not, you know, you just weren't used to thinking from the business to consumer side. Yeah, so we, uh, Benny Davidson from um, Coast to Coast, he, yeah. uh, we got some face masks done, branded with done coffee on the side. Oh, yeah. yeah. So every retail sale we um, send out, we're throwing one of these little masks in there. Perfect. So, and all the staff in the cafes are wearing masks. So, you know, we're, we're kind of coming at maybe a different angle or... Yes. You know, some customers just go, oh, we need more shirts. All right, well, okay, we've got 15 crew walking around with our shirts on. That's yeah. sort of a touch point as well. So, yeah. so maybe a, a different way that um, we're, we're thinking we'll, we'll do it. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, and that's it. It doesn't, that's it. It's just about increasing that touch point and making sure that the done brand gets out there. Uh, for the retail customer to know what the coffee is. Because just as someone might have a, a bad experience, you know, if someone walks away from a coffee that serves done coffee, uh, sorry, a cafe that serves done coffee and goes, oh, my God, that is a bloody awesome coffee. I wonder what it is. Yeah. You know, I want to buy that bean now. You want them to know what it is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's where these two hats have been my biggest promotion thing that I've ever done. Yeah. Uh, I think we've done, you know, nearly 3,000 hats over the years, all different colours and whatever, and you still see people wearing them walking around. And go, oh, that one's from about 19, well, no, 2005 or something like that. So, yeah, yeah it's, um, it's, it's still there. So, no. Finding those touch points. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, so if you think about the plan that you have now, are there some marketing activities on there that you could potentially find challenging to implement in your business? What scares you on that plan, Stewie? Oh, it's trying to find the time to do it in my day. Yeah. Trying to sit down to, you know, to uh, go, right, well, I'm going to set up all my Instagram posts for the week or and. You know, we, we kind of we kind of do it. Um, we try and do it every day yeah. um, now since the plan. But even that is sometimes hard to do it. Yeah. Uh, just to yeah. find the time or, or have a relevant subject. I just don't want to put up something that's just, oh look, here's another, you know, triple Rosetta or whatever it is on a on a coffee cup because that's normal. That's yeah. what sort of coffee. So I just want to do something just a little bit different. So uh, yeah. thinking about what those touch points are or what we want to post. Yes. Um, that um, yeah, and, and what to do first? You know, what what was it we were going to start to do first? We could go and order fifty A-frame signs. Yeah, is that going to be the best way for us to start this marketing plan, or is it start? Is it to start to do some little posts on our Instagram page? Yeah, which yeah. then will slowly, slowly build in. Um, yeah, but it's, it's finding that extra time is probably the hardest thing to do it. And, you know, I, I do nearly 50,000 Ks a year in the car, so um, that's sort of my mobile office. So I do, do do a lot of talking and thinking, but find a time to sit down with the crew and go, right, what are we going to do next? What are we going to do next? Yeah, yeah. That, that's the hardest part. Um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, as a marketer, there's a part of me that rages against the social media content marketing machine. Like, I just... It infuriates me, but more so for Instagram than for Facebook because Facebook now, 
like uh, I would so much rather prioritise quality creative content over quantity and it pisses me off that you have to feed the beast of Instagram with just content in order to keep up that momentum. So, yes, it rewards good content, but it also rewards, you know, like every single Instagram expert that you speak to will say, News feed every day, story every day, a reel once a week, you know, da 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 And it's like, well, yeah, it's true. Like they're not lying. It's true. The people that show up there that frequently with good content are the ones that grow their, Insta, you know, their Instagram accounts. Yeah. So I, I'm really careful about who I recommend that to because I'm so conscious and aware of you know, how much small business owners have on their plate already to, to then have to turn around and feed that beast. You know, I'm I'm one of those small business owners that also has to feed that beast with the, the Instagram channel. And to be honest, I, I chose not to, to be on Instagram for a while there and just did LinkedIn and Facebook for a while because I could produce quality content, you know, twice a week or whatever, as opposed to, oh, I've just looked sideways. Let me put a story on about that. Um, you know, which 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 I completely disagree with, and I and I hate feeling like you kind of need to to do that to win in those channels. Having said that, and I'm yet to crack the code, I will, Stewie, and I'll you'll be the first to know when you can still build that momentum without playing that ridiculously frequent you know frequency game. Um, there, there is a lot of power in Instagram. There is a lot of power. And in e-commerce, there is a lot of sales to be made on Instagram. There's a lot of brand building that can be done on Instagram. The reason why people need to show up on Instagram is because people are bloody well there on Instagram and they're there every day and they're checking stories every day and they're checking, you know, the reason we need to feed that beast is because people are eating from that beast, you know, every bloody second of every day. And so if you're a brand that can benefit from that financially, you need to be that you just got to play the game. But you want to have that, that you can you can feed that beast, but you want to have the product and the service to back it up as well. 100%, yeah, because if you can't, you've wasted your time. Yeah. About it, then you had uh, I know that SAS show on TV, yeah. Some health influencer on there that was the gun and fit as and smart as, and she's got 50 million followers or whatever it is, yeah. And got smashed on this course, going, Well, if you're a health influencer and fitness influencer, you should be able to smash this, yes. If you're that good, well, you should do this bloody show, not just through your Instagram posts. I don't know if I'm. Oh God, it's exactly like you've just said, really, isn't it? It's well, you should, you should, you know, you should be. If you're an influencer, well, influence me by winning this show. It's the and dirty that, sink. It's the exactly. dirty sink all over again. <laughs> so yeah, that's sort of that's where we kind of go. Well, let's we want to be what no, we want to basically be what we show. On yes, Instagram. that's it. You don't want to just show up for the sake of showing up or feed the beast with content that's altogether not authentic to you and what represents re- represents you, and I completely, completely get that. Yeah. Um, what else did you learn about the marketing process along the way? Um, I, 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 what um, drove you to go to a business? What drove you to go to a cafe? That's what I learned, you know. <laughs> so I'm just like, all oh, right, you know, you, you for everything that I thought that I, what made someone go back, the brand was a big thing that drove you to go back to a business and and thinking that each business selling our product is is the consistency. So, you know, consistency is what we, basically the hardest thing we're trying to achieve, you know, is, okay, are we able to do that and provide that product and how does it come out and, yeah. and how is it served? Is there a smile attached to it or is there a, like it looks like he's been sucking on a lemon, you know, like, you know, attached to that thing. So yeah. basically that's been the hardest thing. I, I think that, you know, what what highlighted me is what that you that, that you see a lot of this stuff and you go back to a, um, a place because of that consistency in that brand um, and, and trying to do that in the last, trying to achieve that consistency and get people to drive to that brand has been so hard in the last two years. Yeah. Because there's been so much disruption, um, 
And to get those people to keep going back to those cafes or whatever is really hard because we've had so many other external elements that are fucking momentum, so to speak. Yeah. Um, excuse my French. Um, to because it, it, it takes for any cafe um, or business, it takes a couple of weeks after there's been a change for whether it's a flood or a fire, or whatever. It takes two weeks for people to get back out again and go, right, uh, yep, right, uh, this is where we're at. Okay, yep, we can go and have a coffee and do this. But with COVID, it was like, well, we've got another lockdown in. Boom, okay, you can't do this now. So then your momentum stopped and you had to start again. So that marketing wheel, um, no matter how hard you tried, you had to keep reset, okay, uh, control, alt, delete, let's, let's re to get that, to get that. So that, that's the biggest thing that we're trying to strive for is consistency through this period. Yeah. Um, it was so hard. It was so – and businesses out there are still, you know, it's so bloody hard now for businesses to get cranking. Everyone's going, yeah, great, we can go and go to restaurants and that sort of thing now, but there's no staff. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really tough. So everyone's going, yeah, we can crank right up, but we've got, we're not going to provide that consistency because we don't have the staff or the workforce to do it now. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's eighty. Apparently, um, I was told the other day there's something like eighty four thousand hospitality jobs on Seek at the moment. This is making up forty percent of the jobs listed on Seek right now. I've customers ring me every day. Do you know anyone? You know chefs? Do you know? And that's why we're using our social media as well. If anyone puts up a, um, a uh, like a, a oh, what do you call it? A position's vacant. Oh yeah, yeah. That's our story. Yeah. Because. Yeah. We might not have that many followers compared to them, but it just is another channel that may tap somewhere, someone somewhere along the line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. That's what highlighted me. It's just it's that marketing tool has to completely change and you have to redirect your arrows yeah. uh, to the target. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The last year, it's been, been tough. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Now, what advice would you give personally to another small business owner who might be thinking about understanding how they might be able to better use marketing? Um, I'd, I'd probably, as, as I said before, I think probably build your business and your, your, your core business first. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and get your procedures and, and what you're offering and your service and whatever. Have that dialed first before you start the market. Uh, and have some money in the bank, you know. Like, <laughs> you're well, making it sound very expensive. No, 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 no but you know. <laughs> but but you you're know. right because there's no point in wanting to start marketing and not having some money well, in the bank. It's, but it's it's a, it's you want to direct those um, uh, those dollars. Yeah. Uh, um, where you know you can do it as Facebook ads or whatever it is is. Is a thousand dollars worth of Facebook ad, Facebook ads value for money over a month, um, where you could do it another way. Um, you know, that's that's probably the thing is is um, just just have it have your business dial and then and then market and choose who you want to direct your marketing to. So yeah, um, yeah. Look, I know enjoy the ride. Seriously, just enjoy. <laughs> it's, we say we we surf coffee every day. We've been surfing coffee since two thousand four. So it's it's that that marketing thing in the last you probably see it since two thousand four has changed so much from print media to yeah. you know pop up ads to Instagram to TikTok to whatever it is now. Yeah, yeah. Um, flexible. Like just don't be afraid to ask for help. That's that's the biggest thing because everyone's an expert on Instagram and that now. Um, but, but don't be afraid to ask for help because yeah, I can do a post, but that might be might be completely misdirected. You know, it might be going the wrong wrong way. So yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wise words. Oh, <laughs> don't know how wise they are, but uh, uh, very wise words. Now, um, if because Stewie, let's be honest, we've got some big goals for your your Instagram page and your Instagram presence and your website and all the rest. 
So if any of our listeners would um, like to come and check you out, follow you, check out your delicious coffee, where can they find you? Okay, just jump on to um, or Google done.coffee. Um, so done basically is doppio or nothing espresso. Um, it, uh, yeah, just Google done.coffee. That'll take you to our website. Tells you a little bit about us. Tells you what we're into. Um, everything all right there, Jane? <laughs> I was going to say that, that scared me. How dare someone phone me? Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, and yeah, we've got a Facebook page as well, which is uh, doppio nothing um, underscore done underscore coffee. Uh, yeah, or give us a call through the contacts on our Facebook page or um, website. Um, yeah. What's your Instagram like, handle? Uh, doppio or nothing. Doppio or nothing, yeah. Doppio, awesome. doppio basically means double. Yeah, double or nothing, I love it. Nothing, so we'll try twice as hard or we won't bother. That's pretty well how we, how we run with it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I love it. Yeah, double, double in Italian. Love but, it. awesome well thank you so much stewie thanks so much for being so generous and and sharing that marketing journey that you've you've been on um with myself and my listeners because i just think there's so many business owners just like you who have the same kind of um hesitations the same ambitions um and, and, you know, marketing can be a bit of a dark art when, when you look to investing in it. And as, as, as you said, you kind of, you, it can be a bit, little bit trepidatious in a way because you're like, well, I just, I, yeah, I, there's so many I don't knows that I, I want to have a bit more certainty. So, so having this conversation hopefully will we'll be able to provide a bit more certainty for other people who are, who are looking to, to go down that path as well. Yeah, I feel like I've... Uh... I'm, I'm not on the train yet. I bought the ticket on the marketing train and I'm about to get on and learn more as we go. And that's we'll go, right. Yeah, we'll that's go. right. It's not done in a day. Look, I think that's a really, really good point to make. It's not something that you just solve in a week or by doing a marketing plan. You know, marketing is is, is a key pillar in your business that, that's always there. It's like accounting. It's like human resources. It's like systems and processes, operations. It's not something that you just do a plan, click a few buttons, and okay, yeah, we've ticked that box. So you're you're one hundred percent right. Yeah, it's just a, a little ride. It'll be fun. Another, yeah. another ride. So. Yeah, that's right. Totally. Thanks, Stewie. Thank you, Jane, for the invite, and uh, thank everybody. Hopefully, they got something out of my silly little business. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the How To Do Marketing Show. And remember, if you want a list of 50 high impact marketing activities that you can easily implement on a small budget, head to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash 50 things. And until next time, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 